This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. I'm like yeah, sitting here talking about my depressing shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, do you want to hear something from this week that filled me? And Cassie probably already knows, but like <laughs> filled me with a visceral rage that I did not expect. Oh Jesus! Like, oh. I mean, what, yeah, I, I think which I'm one ready. of the like multiple oh, things that oh, happened no. this week? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not one of those. I, I mean, I'm just a, a ball of rage, rage. Um, yeah. this entire week <laughs> but like, this is this right is now. more lighthearted than that this not only filled me with rage it filled me with a lot of like weird emotions that like I was like laughing in my car but also like angry about this okay so this is a strange okay. mix of emotions it, it, it is it is and this, and this of is emotions. what it is <laughs> this is what it is and leave it to me for it to be food related okay, <laughs> okay. it is Oscar Mayer is releasing a hot dog <laughs> ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. And when I heard... I had like, chills. Okay, so oh. when you hear that, like, what do you think? Do you just think it's like... At first, I was like, all right, it's probably like a Choco Taco situation mm. where it, like, looks like a hot dog, but it's actually, like... Made ice of, cream. Like, it made of me, ice cream. Do you remember when the pink slime stuff was, like, really popular? Or not popular, but was, like, a big... Like you like, ate it? No, like remember it was a big scandal that they were putting it in ground beef. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Like and they like sh- sh- yeah, they would mm-hmm. like show it, and it looked Ugh. like it looked like soft serve or yes. whatever. Like that, it was in McDonald's meat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is what mm-hmm. is is okay. in my head right now. Okay, well let me Ugh. break this down to you. Gross. And like I'm telling you guys, like I heard this, and I was driving in my car, and I was like laughing but also like my face felt really hot like i was like <laughs> why i know i i have like weird body chills yeah. right now all right well i mean prepare yourself because okay i'm allergic <laughs> to dairy so i'm winning in this stuff yeah you're like <laughs> no no i can't um, sorry what if they had a vegan option nope. you're like oh shit um the ice dog sandwich oh. mm-mm. contains mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Candied hot dog bits. Ew. Okay, ew. Ew. So they cut up no, hot dogs no. and they candied them like no. in brown sugar or something. Mm. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> this is the grossest thing because I want you guys to tell me what you think this is even. Hot dog sweet cream. No. Which hot is dog like sweet cream? No. Is that? No. Is that? that sounds like a sex act. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey girl, hey girl. I don't want hey, that. You, want, you want that hot dog you sweet cream? It's <laughs> fucking gross. That is so gross. Oh my god. Ew. I don't like that at all. What, I do not like what that it sounds like to all. me is that they're making ice cream using like hot dog water. Ew. <laughs> ew. Gross. Oh my god. Gross. Isn't that disgusting? Ew. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my emotions right now. Spicy Dijon <laughs> gelato. What? Ew. Get out of here. Get, get out. No. And then a cookie bun. Get cookie. Why? What? Why? Wait. And why? And no. no. And like, I hate it doesn't even look at like, look at this picture because like the, the sweet cream hot dog gelato <laughs> with the candied bits 
are on one half and then the like mustard no. gelato okay, so what is are on you the other half. Are you supposed to bite one side and then immediately bite the other? <laughs> it's like, like you eat this. one side on its own and then eat the other side on no, its own? I hate this. <laughs> Why? I hate this. You know, this is really like just because you can do something does Doesn't not mean, mean you should. should. Girl, for real, because we're playing Why? God now and yes. I don't <laughs> like it. We are Frankensteining. Like, yes. Hot dogs themselves are pretty Frank and motherfucking I mean, they yes. are, but then like why why make it weirder like and i don't know it's like there's this weird trend where people just feel like they can do whatever with ice cream now like there was a couple months ago when like hellman's i think it was hellman's made oh god a mayonnaise ice cream yes they sure did they sure did and you know what's weird about that is like that makes more sense than a hot dog it does actually because at least it's like a cream base with eggs in it like how much different is that from like a frozen custard but like Hot dog ice cream. I hate it. I'm telling you, I, I was like, this. what is wrong with us? I was, I was mad. Uh, I was like mad. I am I too. Like I know exactly how you feel now. And I'm Yuck. just like, what is what is wrong with us? I don't know. Like, there are people that are starving and we're making oh, bullshit like I don't this. Know. Like, Pete, welcome this to the, the second thing. Gilded Age. There's like a science involved with this. A science where there's scientists involved. Scientists who could be doing things with their scientific degrees. <laughs> yes. Yes. Other than. Preach. Making fucking toilet water hot dogs. <laughs> Ice cream. Girl, I, I feel mean. that way every time I, I see like a nonsense study. Like, have you ever seen like a study where you're like, it's so obvious and you're just like, we had scientists mm-hmm. working on this yes. shit. Right. Like, isn't that Why? insane? Like someone's like, yawning's contagious. Science proves after 12 years oh, of study. Christ. I'm like, fucking duh. 12 like, years of study. <laughs> the know? only the like scientist I knew was like back in the day. I kind of saw, this was like pre my ex, I saw a scientist that worked at Battelle mm. in Columbus mm-hmm. and he like had a degree and everything mm. and BT dubs. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. He was the biggest alcoholic I've ever known. He would show up to Battelle drunk. Wow. <laughs> he like took me in there at one point and like, you no. had to get like a special pass. Oh, he yeah. was drunk off his ass. And he's like, this is what I do all day. And he took a beaker and just started like pouring water into test tubes. And that was his fucking job. That's mm. all he did all day was just he had to fill water on the test tubes to a very precise level. Why mm. don't you, Why do any like of us job go to college? Very quickly it, it, it is now. It it is. 100% yeah. is replaced by a machine right I was now. like, right. I don't think you want Pete, drunk Pete, in charge of the water levels. He's, he's like, like eh. one eyeing him. He's like, eh, I'm all about right. <laughs> close. Yeah, like, close. Uh, I feel listen. like they're doing really important experiments here. I know and it's soup's <laughs> imperative that you I'm are precise. In this water. Let's see what happens. One's just hot dog water. Yeah. He, like, he gave me a knife from there. It was like a ceramic knife, and he's like, "Do you want this?" And what I was the, like, what? "Sure." What? <laughs> this is so random. <laughs> what in the fuck is happening? I mean, sure, but also why? Like, okay. so like, yeah, so I have, like, I have, reach out to us. Is I, this your job? <laughs> Are you able to get drunk? At work? Are you still? And if working so, there? can we can get I, a job there? Like, <laughs> just all day with. Do like, I need a degree for this? I know. <laughs> oh, apparently, yeah. It's up to his neck and student loans, and that is just putting water ridiculous. in test tubes. Wow. So. That's the system. (laughs) Well, I have something that really moved me this week as well that um, I'd like to share. Um, As 
as we know, and we've plugged it before, we've got a website that you can go on and email and talk to us. It's myworstatepodcast.com. And we got something in our mail uh, this week on a particularly difficult day, I might add. And I love how the universe works. Mm-hmm. That it's just like, you know what? You you were kind of struggling today. Let's balance it out. Yeah, let's give you a little good news. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. That's so true. We got um, an email from a listener named Melissa who um, wrote out this really heartfelt email about also going through a divorce. And her and I are pretty much neck and neck. She's uh, Hers happened around like six months after, after mine, a, a bad breakup that they were together for like 10 years, um, consisted of him gaslighting her, mm. making her feel like she was crazy and kept like asking for her feelings. But then when she would offer him up, be like, you're, you're being crazy right now, which is, my God, the literal worst. But she was just, she was talking about how it's really the community that we've built, which it it just really touched me because we've talked about starting this as like a lark and I, I just didn't realize, and I'm constantly realizing now how much like, that we're out there and we may not realize that we might be helping somebody. You know, I, I tend to isolate myself and be like, Oh man, like this is happening to me. But then I realize, mm-hmm. like it, people go through breakups and it's just yeah. so nice to be able to connect with people like Melissa who did reach out and were like, yeah, this sucks. I'm going through it too. And thank you for putting it out there. And I want to thank her for writing out there and making me realize that like, it's not just me and, so keep keep writing us and and you guys help me I think way more than I feel like I help anybody so I just want to say thank you. Yeah. And that's that's enough of the <laughs> heartfelt, heartfelt mushy, stuff, gushy stuff. mushy gushy but well, I, mean, I love that though. And I think that you're right uh, Melissa. I think our community has really grown into something that we could never have fucking imagined. Mm-hmm. Like honestly just the support I see from each uh, like people posting on our our group and who are like i'm going through this situation and people giving advice oh i know stuff like that people right. sharing their stories about stuff that's stuck up inside of oh them my god, oh, oh, oh my god that made my life Ooh. this week that's gonna be that my story this week my life guys this week. listen i will say this about our listeners <laughs> you like, correct you come we ask we ask and y'all fucking deliver like last I week so i was bad. like i want shit stuck in shit stories and you guys, oh you my guys God. sent them in. We what got condoms stuck in places. We, we got tampons stuck in places. We got cash, tampons and cash tampons. And meth. Cash and meth. <laughs> cash and meth. Cash and meth outside. Acc- accidentally up in a vajayjay. Uh, oh, it's not hers. She just <laughs> fell, on, fell on some meth. Doesn't yeah. know how it got there. That's, oh my <laughs> God. Mine. It's amazing. But, you know, to kind of like talk about like what you guys were talking about, like I was telling you guys before we started recording that even on my personal social media, people have reached out to say, even if they're not going through a breakup, right? Because like me and Cassie are in relationships and, you know, we're not going through the dating thing right now. And even though this is a dating show, people who aren't in relationships still reach out and say like, hey, thank you for like, making me laugh on a day whenever I was having like a really tough day. Yeah, and like, I think I that that's really, really special. I love that we can share that with people and that people in return share that with us and make us feel like 
so like warm and fuzzy and connected. Oh. I don't know. We need that. We need to feel fucking connected we need to feel right now. The friendship. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's the main message of our podcast. It's like dating sucks. There's a lot of things about life that suck, but holy fuck, man. Friends mm-hmm. make your yes. life go and round. The, the world's been typically like been really tough to exist in yeah. right now. Yeah. It, it has been. And so to me, it makes all the difference when I can feel connected to people. Like it's so important for me yeah. to feel like in a world that feels so divided to be yeah, able so to disconnect together and yeah. connect on something yeah. that feels like, you know, light. And yeah. I mean, we, we joke about dating. We have some serious talks. We have some funny talks, but you know, I think it's something we can all relate to. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And please, please keep reaching out, keep writing. Like, I feel like that is the number one thing that's going to get us through. Fuck life. You know, <laughs> it's just making those connections with people. So email us, reach out to, you know, a friend, join our Facebook group, make, make all these new friends, just make, make connections because that's really at the end of the day, like it can feel really heavy and it can feel really serious, but and lonely and lonely and mm-hmm. isolating, but you're not, you're not alone. And so that's that's what a reminder it was to get get that email from Melissa this week. And I, I want to thank her for that. Yeah. So. Yeah. so since we're kind of just like gushing about our um, listeners <laughs> right now, we got two new patrons. Hell yeah, we did yeah, yeah. this week. So we want to give you guys a um, shout out because you know how special and important you are. And I, sp- I feel like we just really emphasized how important you guys are to us. It means so much to us to have this community with you. Um, It's helped me so much uh, in my personal life as well. So I want to shout out Maggie Noel and Samantha, just Samantha, like share. Hell yeah. Just have one -hmm. one name. That's all we Um, need. So (laughs) thank you so much, Maggie and Samantha, for joining our My Worst Date family on Patreon. We are so grateful to have you. Yeah, and for for all of you guys who are who are maybe on the fence, we are actually getting ready to um, make some changes up on Patreon. Those who are have already joined will get to take advantage of the new stuff that's going uh, up there. But uh, we're we're thinking about if there's interest in giving those guys the episodes a day early without ads. So if you think that that would be something that you're interested in, tell us on Facebook. Let us know what you think. And if you're a current patron, please reach out to us either on Patreon or through our email and let us know if that is something that you're interested in or... Um, if you are a current patron or if you're thinking about becoming a patron, let us know what it is you are interested in. Yeah. I mean, I think we are always brainstorming ideas for new things for Patreon. Definitely. So if you have an idea of something that you're like, oh, I'd really love to see this on Patreon or I'm in another podcast Patreon that does this thing that I really like, let us know. Yeah. We're so open to suggestions on that. Absolutely. Definitely. Oh, well, business corner no. attended to. <laughs> no, and no. love, love corner. Yeah, business and love corner. It's business. We just stand all our fans. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> it's a big love fest. Well, I'm drinking red wine, so I get kind of touchy Uh-oh. when I drink I red wine. I think I'm going to switch to wine after I finish this <laughs> Bon and Viv spiked uh, seltzer I've got going on right here. Oh my gosh! Speaking of Bon and Viv, I don't know why this reminded me, but I'm reading a book, uh, another trashy novel. Hell yeah! Yeah, give me another. I mean, rap fucking that. not I mean, working. I might as well read trashy novels. <laughs> At least what you're reading. You know, like I would just be yeah. like 
watching Candy Mori all day. Yeah, yeah like, come on. <laughs> lie detector determined that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm reading this new book and I don't know if this happens to you, especially in like romance novels. Keegan, I know that you read some. Christina, I know you've read a couple. Yeah. 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 So here's the thing for me. I I love like I love a good romance novel. But what I can't stand is I don't mind suspending my disbelief on like things that I'm expected to in some things. For some reason, though, in certain like romance novels, things that they expect you to suspend your disbelief on, for example, one of the things that happened in this book is they're like skinny dipping in the fucking Mediterranean. Well, they're not like touching the ground and they're talking about like treading water and like fucking full on making out. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, hell no. Okay. Who has the stamina? No one has the stamina. No. No. You just drowned. No. no. I no. hope you're happy. Oh my God. Just I would be angry. I'm like, you are this. making me do cardio it. while we it. make out. I was like, I'm not turned on right now. No. I'm turned off. Yeah. I'm angry and I All can't get my head off. out of it. And okay, you want to hear the Ew. most snobby bullshit you've ever heard? I come out of my mouth. Yes, I'm saying it right now. Okay, do it. <laughs> so he calls her this kind of cute little French. He's French, by the way. So okay. he calls her this cute little nickname, um, and he says to her, "Bon matin," which means "good morning." Right. Okay. First of all, you're from Paris. You're supposed to be Parisian French. Uh huh. You're not using bon matin. Nobody that is. Quebecois all day. No, no, I've it's never not, heard that. It's not yeah. like a French term that's used. You would just say bonjour. Yeah, that's it. And also, like, I don't know, like that. I know, and I literally like had to reread like a whole like, page after it again, <laughs> just because I was like literally not reading post that point. I was just literally in my head like that's not. You wouldn't I, say that. I mean, I'll, first of all, yeah, that's lazy for the writer not to do just like it's a typical, like, like mean, a teensy maybe. bit of like research or just leave it out. Maybe yeah. don't have a French character if you don't know like how to write that. Okay. But then also like, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm weird about nicknames when I'm like, I don't want you to call me good morning. Oh, no, no. That doesn't the nickname. Oh, it's no. not? No. <laughs> Look oh, I was like, what? No. why is he calling her that? I was like, I don't like that. No, he says. That's a dumb name. <laughs> like, I'm like, ew. Is it just so because anything in French is, you're like, okay. Okay. okay I'll, I'll take yeah. it. Well, no, he calls her my rabbit. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Lupin. Lupin. That's sexual. That's kind of like. yeah. cute. I like, like that. Bunny. Okay. I guess. Yes. That just I, makes me think of the mom and stuff. No, but in the it's city, not good morning. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I like I like pet names, but you can't force them. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's they come be when they come. Yeah. yeah. I, Anthony calls me Bubba, which you don't like that. No, I do, I do. I, I like it. I like Bubba. it. You're so not a Bubba, and that's, that's what's so funny about it. Is yeah. like I like it, and I just responded to it second nature. I don't know how it happened, <laughs> and then like call you at, Bubba, and at it's one cute. point, like he said that around somebody else. Maybe it was my brother, and he was like, "Is he talking to you, like Bubba, like Bubba Gump, like Ew. like oh, no. big man but name, it's like, like you know, a, a different cute, cute it's way like to say like guy baby." Yeah, it's you know like, what it's I mean? like boo. Like yeah, it's sweet, but it once that got in my head. I was like, oh, <laughs> I that's what other people Chris Chrissy. Aww. And uh, he did not like that at first. Really? And then I, I forced it down cute. his throat. Yeah. And so Chris like, is I'm Chrissy. not going to stop saying yeah. it. So when I call him, it's Chrissy. Hey, Chrissy. Oh, yeah. And then, um, babe, just like, um, did you ever watch Rachel Zoe? Yes. Oh my God. She was like, babe. Yeah. Babe. So I do that to him all the time. Babe. So babe. I called, uh, handyman puppy. Yeah. Oh, 
How'd that happen? I don't know. He was just like, we were like playing around one time in in bed or whatever. And he was just like, like nuzzling my neck. I was like, all right, puppy or whatever. And then it just kind of stuck. The origin of nicknames is really cute. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I do feel like they just, they just happen on their own. Yeah. That is kind of cute. And he he would call me kitten. Oh, that's cute. I like kitten. I like kitten Kitten a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask Chris to call me that from now. On. <laughs> just force it. Force like, it. I like it. I like this it. is what it's mine now. <laughs> right after we were like, you can't force Kids nicknames. You're like, no, now. I'm gonna. <laughs> Kids mine's now. But yeah, you you really can't. It no. just comes comes with time. I, I think Chris calls it. me babe too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, hey babe. I can like hear oh, it yeah. in my head. Yeah, you're hey, right, babe. Babe. Um, and the way it like diphthongs. <laughs> totally. Hey babe. I think you nailed it. Oh my god. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. I want to hear your unusual nicknames, especially Mm. the people in the Facebook group who I know are listening right now. Mm -hmm. I want you you to start a thread of nicknames. Um, I had awesome. My dad used to call me awesome possum. You want to know a mean nickname? I feel like I've said this on this podcast before. I like that one. Yeah, I was very mean of my dad. My dad used to call me mop head. I don't like that. Because of my hair. (laughs) It was mean. (laughs) But he didn't mean it mean. No, I mean, actually, my dad to this day, um, he like when I was little, he used to call me gorgeous. He'd say, hey, gorgeous. So he still does that sometimes. That's sweet. That is sweet. He but he's not call calling mop- me Mophead. He <laughs> doesn't call me Mophead anymore. But Good. Yeah. Is he going to walk you down the aisle and give you a, a give Mophead away? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really had a nickname. My mom used to say this thing like every day when she'd drop us off at school. She'd go smart and pretty and we'd have to go pretty and smart. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you in a sitcom? That's exactly what <laughs> I was thinking. I'm like, are you in a coming of age movie? What, yeah. Full house happened. <laughs> Oh my god, speaking of full house. The fucking video with the Nick Offerman faces. So there's a viral video that's been going on. I've seen it in several groups I'm in where somebody did basically the face app. Who did this? (laughs) But they took Nick Offerman's like Ron Swanson face and put it on everybody. All the characters of Full House. DJ, fucking all the uncles. When the fucking neighbor comes in the door, she's like. And it is the weirdest, <gasps> like, creepiest thing. It's so it. awkward. It's so, uh, so weird. But yeah. uh, oh my gosh. By the way, you guys, uh, you're listening to My Worst Date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. Do we Hi. have a fuck, Mary kill for today? Well, you were talking about um, Beverly Hills 90210 okay. coming so back at it. It's a, it's a relaunch, kids. It's, it's a, relaunch. a relaunch. It's happening. Um, I did watch the first episode. and Your thoughts. <sighs> okay. So I watched it when I was younger. I have not watched it since I was a kid. Like I haven't watched it since it was actually an active show that was out on TV. <laughs> right. I have friends who've like rewatched. Actually, one of my friends that listens to the show, Gina, she is a huge, huge like how you like friends. She likes. Oh shit! She just like puts it on <gasps> yeah. like every day. She that's knows awesome, that and she knows that shit inside now. I, I, so I do think that's awesome. It is awesome. That's like I'm really dope. I'm here for it. She dressed yeah. up as Brenda for. Um, <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah. It's the fucking coolest. She's the cutest. Anyway, so um, we were talking about it and I totally texted her after I'd seen it and I was like, they do like a whole like tribute like to Luke and I was like, oh, it's very cute. Heart. It's very sweet. Oh. And so here's the thing. It's not an Emmy nom type show. No, but it's like, not what you, it's not what you watch it for. Yeah, it's not. It's not for. Yeah, exactly. No, it's but it's a exactly, soap opera for teens. It's exactly what it is. And it's it's it is a late it's an evening soap opera and that's exactly what you can come to expect from it the end and and was it enjoyable it was okay i didn't like lose my shit but am i gonna watch next week's episode yep sometimes you need (laughs) 
a soapy show. Yeah. Like I have my serious shows. Yep. I have this my documentaries. Mm-hmm. I've got to like intersperse when we talk about like what we're watching at the end of the show. I will, you know, go into it. But like I I'll intersperse like a serious show with yeah. like a less serious show. Sometimes you just need. That's how you do it with books too, You need right? variety. You read a little junk. Yeah. You read something yeah. serious and you come back to, you know, something heavy novel. Then yeah. you do like an autobiography nothing, and then you go back into wrong. some with a soapy shit. show or yeah. a cheesy yep. show. So that's exactly what it is. Bring candy, right? So here's the thing I will say about the show. I always thought, well, Luke Perry was my, I mean, Luke, I mean, just the most, the most, even though but, he was clearly like 27, but right. <laughs> well, they all were, they all were, they all were, Child but he were legitimately, yeah, he had yeah. those well, deep lines. Like, oh my God. She, she was, was actually like, 30. She's, yeah. She's like, okay. Like mom, calm down. They do make she her like a grandmother in the new show. Like, it's the fucking funniest yeah, thing. Yeah, because honestly, I'm like looking at this cast and I was like, everyone looks the same age and yo. And then mom's there. Mom's there. Why is mom going to school with us? So <laughs> oh, shit, you're so here's, right. <laughs> here's the thing, you guys. Bless her heart. Brian Austin Green during the show, I was like, ugh, he's such a turd. He was like Danny of New Kids on the block. Like, ugh. He's right. cute, though. Gross. Yeah. But now he, I'm, I'm here for that glow up because yeah, he's cute. then and now he he's got he up he's got a pussy eating jaw <laughs> <laughs> what is that well okay i want you to like, keep going. Going. We're, we're, all, keep going. we're all looking Strong. okay we're all looking like at like this photo so you're looking yeah, at hot. these three he's guys so Look at the squareness of that jaw. That has enough muscles to keep your <laughs> oh, tongue shit. going. He's got a pussy eating jaw. Oh shit! He doesn't have any. Never mind. I'm not gonna so, say that. Okay. I'm not gonna say what so I was here's, gonna say. Here it is. I think we have to do. I'm gonna take Luke out of it because honestly, let's be honest. We would marry him, all of us. But let's do the current cast. Let's do the current cast. So okay. it's Ian Ziering. Yep. Who is the blonde? Yep. You have Brian Austin Green, the yep. great glow up, yep. and then Jason Priestley. He did not glow up. But you know what? Well, I don't know. This, he doesn't this, look this bad picture, in this picture. The picture I'm looking at is obviously photoshopped, but he looks yeah, good he's in got, this picture. He's got, he's he got face. Okay. He's got face up. Oh, that photo looks better than this yeah, one. Look at, this one looks touched the well, fuck up. So does this one. But the beard looks oh, on the show. He looks. He looks <laughs> this old. Face tuned. He looks. Yeah. He looks old. So oh, I'll no. do mine first since I know the show, I guess, a little yes, better. Yes. Um, Are we doing the actors or the characters on the show? You well, should you do don't the know the actors. I don't know the, you guys don't know know the characters, characters right. really. So I, um, I'll go first. Okay. Oof. Okay. So I, yeah, yeah. I, I am going to fuck Jason Priestley. Word. Yeah. And I'm going to marry a Brian Austin Green. Word. And yeah. I am going to kill Ian Zuri. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. I am going to do I was do never the here for Ian. Exact same thing because. Also, it's real hard not to call him Ian because Ian, that's what you wanted to Yes. Be. Yeah. I, and Ian, I'm like. And no. that's part of the reason it's, why you got to kill him. It's one of the things that Thank makes you. me roll my eyes. It, it's no. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, don't make me pronounce it a different way. It's, it's, it's like that thing. It's like, if it's spelled like Ian. It's Ian. He looks like he says it that way too. It's it's pronounced. I'm sorry. Ian. It's Ian. I'm sorry. It's pro- yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just like, no, oh no, no. God. I don't like the that. Of I don't like that. You're gonna my name. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna mansplain your name to me. I don't like that. I also he's got this like 80s. We've talked about this before on our Patreon movie episodes. He has the 80s flesh colored blonde. Ooh, that that's that's I, your hair though. I know, but I'm sorry. I, you can't help it. It's your hair. But mm. also, he's got that. I don't. Like, I don't dig it. What's that dude's face? Ryan Seacrest, like ze- zealot look in his eyes too. Ooh, where I'm just saying, there's something he does. too like. What's going on? Are you, are you a lizard person? Oh, like yes. Ryan Seacrest is? Because 
literally like wow. i'm not illuminati wow. or anything like He's that but also, if someone was like you guys ryan if the Seacrest show doesn't come out next week people. you know what we happened. know what happened <laughs> um, yeah ryan seacrest has down. so much power in this I town he will fuck that out. you up yeah. um <laughs> we love you ryan <laughs> nobody said anything nobody said anything cool. <laughs> but i i do feel like ian i hate that i feel like he <laughs> Uh, he's so forgettable too. Yeah, like I, that's it. I don't even remember that he was around. Yeah, like right. the other guys outshone him like a million percent. So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, I'm. I, I could do without you. I forgot you were there yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah, I gotta lock that jaw down. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. Definitely. I mean, Megan so, Fox did. So oh, do you, if you blame her. Yeah, nope. exactly. She took one look at that jaw and she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> ring. That'll do. Pig. You know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna marry. We're all in agreement. I think Mary, fuck Jason Priestley, kill Ian. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I think that's the answer right now. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, if it was Luke, we would all. Yeah, there'd marry be Luke. some variation. I don't know. I probably still marry Brian Austin Green. Really? Yeah. Yeah. God, I don't know what I would do. He's got a little bit of that streak too, of like bad, bad boy. boy. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. friend Jason Priestley if that was the case, because I would probably marry Luke. Fuck Brian Austin Green. Friend Jason. Kill Ian. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I can get around that. That sounds about what I would want to do too, I think. (laughs) No, I'd probably... I'd fuck Luke. Well, you're going to fuck him all the time. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're going to marry Luke. Yeah. You're going to fuck Luke. I'm going to fuck Luke. I'm going to marry him. Was he a bad guy on the show? Who was was like... The bad boy. Oh, the, was there Luke, a bad boy? Was the, Luke was the Luke quote, was quote, the bad quote, boy, right? Dylan, the like, bad boy. Right? Oh I feel God, like I, I saw him in a lot of. Dylan? I feel like I saw him in a lot of like white t-shirts with like yeah. the sleeves yeah. rolled up. Yeah. Like, did yeah. he have he a was, pack of cigarettes like, in that, there? That James Dean. Thing. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. They were Dane, totally James Dean. Look yeah. in his eye. They I'll very much were going for that. With that badass car he had too. Nice. Yeah. Ugh. That was a good one. R.I.P. All right. Well, should we take five and then come back with stories? Yes. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation. Or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You in? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by Starfield. Embark on an epic journey through the stars in Bethesda Game Studios' first new universe in over 25 years. In this next-generation role-playing game, you decide who you are and what you will become. The most important story is the one that you tell. Captain your own ship as you venture through the settled systems, exploring over 1,000 planets while unraveling humanity's greatest mystery. For all, into the Starfield. Visit www.starfieldgame.com to learn more and buy now. Rated M for Mature. And we're back. All right. Do you want to kick us off with some stories, Cassie? Okay. So we got this from, um, once again, our worst state email through our um, 
Yep. Website. Wow. <laughs> that thing. Yikes. Where people write in. Yeah. This is a good start, guys. <laughs> I'm really nailing it. Feeling confident. <laughs> feeling strong. Feeling confident. Here uh, we go. Must be no. I recently discovered your podcast and have binged my way through. It makes the nightmare of online dating much more bearable knowing I'm not alone. Oh, cheers. Yeah, right? <laughs> Here is one of my worst eight stories. I met this guy on one of the apps. I don't remember which one. We talked for a bit and decided to meet up for dinner and a movie. I have since learned not to do a movie on the first date. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to have to sit next to your crusty ass for three hours. No. Oh, my God. No. We Yes. We hope you learned that. <laughs> probably from this date yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say from us but you probably learned that before this all right we decide on Italian dinner or Italian for dinner and he says Buca de Beppo I'm not one to judge restaurant choices but I live in Houston which has many delicious <laughs> non-expensive Italian yeah, restaurants listen I'm not gonna knock a Buca de Beppo it right. has its time and place yeah. no sometimes but yeah. for yeah. a first date take me to a hole in the wall do Italian better. Yeah. do better yeah. yeah do better try so here's the thing so, uh, blah, 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 any of them, uh, there's lots of restaurants uh, that would have been a better suggestion, but I agree to that choice. Well, I get there and get out of the car and meet him outside the restaurant. And he says he went inside and there's a 45 minute wait. Oh, <clears> no. Oh, no. We I'm not doing a 45 minute wait for a Buca de Peppo. Okay, I'm so, sorry. Here's the thing. Buca de Peppo is always that. Always. 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 You can make a... You didn't make a motherfucking reservation. Your choice Sir, was Buka motherfucking you, to Beppo and you didn't know you had to make a reservation when you had a movie to <laughs> yeah. go to. Like you are on a, a schedule, sir. We've, no. we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. It drives me bananas. Mm-hmm. Like it's really not that hard to like make plans. And it, honestly, it, it takes you five minutes to make a reservation. The tiniest bit of effort tiniest. goes the longest way. Anyway, so of course they had a movie to catch. Um, so that didn't work. I'm familiar with the area and there is a Thai restaurant nearby that is delicious. So I suggested that and he agrees. So we head over there. We sit down and I know what I want because I always want chicken pad thai. Same girl, same chicken pad thai. Always, always. Pad see you for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so good. Mm. What else do you get? You always get chicken. It's the fucking best. Unless you're allergic to peanuts, you always get chicken pad thai. I get pad see you personally. I like the thicker yeah. noodle. Okay. But I mean, Thai food is amazing. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be fucked up. He says he likes the noodles with peanut sauce. So I show him on the menu that there is a de- dish that's literally just noodles and peanut sauce. So he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that. So we order and our food gets there and he starts eating and just looks very disappointed with it. I offer him a bite of mine and he's like, oh, that's what I was thinking of. This man is not about to eat your meal. I'm sorry. You fucked up. You and, fucked up, sir. And looks at me <laughs> expectantly. no looks at me expectantly look i'm fine with sharing a bite of my food but i am not about to share or trade you my dinner you should know what pad thai is it's like the most common fucking thai food yeah it really is if you don't know thai food you know pad thai yes honestly exactly if you even um, yes you know pad thai and also like, don't do that to somebody. You gotta, no. you made your bed, you, especially on a fucking first date. I am not I going to expect somebody to give me their plate. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. Get the fuck out of here. And don't look at me like that. No. Oh, yeah. No, you no. can keep those Dude, puppy eyes to yourself. I am almost positive I've shared this story, but I do, you know, I don't share food. No, Baby absolutely seven, don't. I don't, sh- I don't share shit. Yeah. I definitely don't <laughs> fucking share food. 
<laughs> I am not a sharer. <laughs> you keep your grubby you ass keep hands, your hands off of my French fries. Oh. <laughs> there it is. It's the trigger. Yeah. I swear to you, the number of times that I would be like, and here's the thing, I work at a salon. I know I've told the story. I don't care. I'm telling it again. I work in a salon and I'd be like, I'm going to go run and grab lunch. I'm going to grab McDonald's. Does anybody want anything? Fries? Anything like that? Nobody wants any goddamn thing until I fucking return and sit down and you got your fucking fingers in my food. I will straight up slap it out of your fucking hand. I yeah, swear, it's I, not cool. This is me, off. especially. Oh my god, you McDonald's have to ask fries too. Ugh. Like you have to fucking ask. Like fuck if you asked here. me and I told you okay, then that's I that's one thing. If I turn you. around and you have your fucking fingers I'll in fucking my shit, like the fuck out of here. You have scissors too. I yep. mean, you are a stylist. The fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't fuck around with that shit. You shouldn't, dude. Yeah. All right. So anyway triggered um so i just ignore his look and keep eating and eventually he goes back to eating his food so we are small uh small talking during dinner what do you do for work he's an engineer what do you like to do for fun how was your day etc so when i ask about his day he talks about how he took a four hour nap and was still tired and then continues <laughs> to talk about how tired he is oh which is weird and a turn off look we're adults and we're all tired what yeah. but, well, yes okay but yes. Fake it. first of all yeah there's that meme that's just like being an adult is just telling each other how tired you are oh, until yeah, you totally. die yeah. i mean and that is what it is it's like it's everyone like- is tired all the time but i also want to know like what are you I, I am a napper. Like, I like to nap. Like oh, on the weekends. Naps, naps are the best. Fantastic. Those days where you get one, I'm just like everything that I've done in my life, <laughs> all of the choices that have led me to this moment, <laughs> yes. I am so grateful. Yes. And I just stretch and cat it up. Yes. Oh everything gosh. in the universe is right. Yes. But when was the last time you had a fucking four hour nap? I think it's called coma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I might as well just go time. to bed at that point. Yeah. yeah like, there are some evenings when I don't sleep. get that. Did you set an alarm for this day? <laughs> anyway, so she's like, but fake it. Don't keep telling me how tired you are on the date unless you want to end it early, which yeah, didn't happen. He's going to fall asleep in this fucking movie, isn't he? <laughs> so our check comes and I offer to pay for my part I always offer I don't expect someone to pay for me but it's a nice when a guy does and he starts saying like oh you could get dinner and I'll get movie tickets and just coming up with different ways to pay for the night's plans all which end with me paying for dinner so I say I'll just pay for my dinner and my movie so we yes yeah yes that's the answer yeah Yeah. exactly so we get in our cars and drive over to the theater i'm pulling into the garage and it's cash only garage a whopping three dollars i get a call it's my date asking if i can pay for his garage parking look i understand being frugal or if you have financial constraints it was his idea yeah it was his fucking idea yeah i'm sorry so many cute fun things you can do for free or on the cheap that like you don't have to make this awkward situation Mm-hmm. Or find street parking if it's that big a deal for you. Well, yeah. don't find somewhere else says. to park. She's like, so um, if you can't afford a dinner in a movie and can't pee at least for yourself. So I tell him I only have enough cash for me. He mutters out. Oh, OK, fine. Um, I have to go to the ATM then. Like if I knew it was going to inconvenience him, then I would pay for him. Which side note, there is free street parking around the theater <laughs> as an alternative to the garage. I told him. Okay, I'll meet you in the theater. So I go in, get my ticket. Get my own motherfucking snacks. <laughs> That's damn None right. for you. Yeah. <laughs> my own popcorn <laughs> butter, and Sour Patch Kids. Buttered popcorn. Just sitting there. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Uh, I get in the theater about 15 minutes before it starts. I text him where I'm sitting. So I'm sitting there just chilling and the time ticks away and he's 
not there. The previews start. I'm beginning to think, oh, maybe he's not coming. Oh, well, I wanted to see this movie. The post. Ah, I love her. And honestly, <laughs> she's probably low-key being like, oh, I really hope God. he doesn't show up. <laughs> so I have no problem uh, seeing a movie by myself. So I'm like, cool, whatever, and sit back and enjoy the movie. Previews finish, and about five minutes into the movie, he shows up <laughs> with a beer. You couldn't pay for parking, show up late, and didn't even text saying, hey, I'm a few minutes out, or nothing just show up five minutes into the movie and proceed to try to talk to me um bro the movie has started oh my god so so mad no (laughs) everything to do with that like no he's such a boss i love her (laughs) so i mm -hmm, and go back to the movie he's he downs his beer like a frat bro asserting his dominance and makes it about 30 minutes into the movie before he's asleep He wakes up about three quarters through the movie and asks if I knew he was asleep. I curtly say, yes. I keep watching the movie. <laughs> Everyone in here knew you were and fucking he's asleep. asleep again in like three minutes. He you wakes know what? up again you know what shortly I would do? before the end. Oh, you know what I would do at that point? <laughs> oh like the second time he falls asleep, what you should do, ladies, is this ever, if this ever Just happens move. to you, get up and move. Get up, and move. Yes. Get up quietly yes. and then like move into the corner so you don't have to miss the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Then he'll wake up and be confused and you can sneak out after the mm. movie. Yep. Okay. There you go. Like then you can get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And if he calls you later and he's like, what the fuck? You can be like, I'm sorry you were disrespectful and you fell asleep on our date. So I left. Yeah. So I guess so just like a go- just so like yeah. legitimately ghost him. You ghost IRL. him in front of him <laughs> yeah. in, in the same in theater. Yes. Yeah. Like I like this. I'm doing I thought the same thing. I'm not gonna lie. Get up. Yeah. Um, the movie ends and we get up to leave. At this point, it's like 10 p.m. I'm tired because I didn't have a four hour nap that day. <laughs> And was conscious. For this the movie. man had like a six-hour nap. Yeah, yeah like four rate. hours and then yeah. two hours during the movie. Well, is this guy have a condition? Is he narcoleptic? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? And annoyed at the whole deme- his whole demeanor, he proceeds to keep asking me if I had a good date and how I thought it went. I don't want to be rude, but I also had a terrible date. So I mumbled something nonspecific, but didn't give a real answer, and then said goodnight and headed to my car. I get home and have a text from him that's like, it was great meeting you. I had a fun time. What did you think? We should do it again. Motherfucker, you slept through (laughs) over half the date. It's a no. It's a hard (laughs) no. So I just ignore his text. The next morning, I wake up at 7.30 a.m. This was a Saturday and have two missed phone calls and six texts from him. Oh, that's why he sleeps all day. Motherfucker's up all night. Right? All before 7 a.m. Asking how I thought the date went. I feel incredibly guilty if I ghost someone or I'm rude. Uh, to someone so I responded that I didn't feel the connection and it wasn't going to work out he responds yeah same what really bro same <laughs> really <laughs> I thought dinner was good oh. but couldn't get a read after the movie you know what Ugh. just one time I want us to record like video record us Our recording faces? this podcast I know. because like the My faces face. that we make <sighs> it, it, that is insane like uh, that is some bullshit i'd That's be ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she says i proceeded to never speak to the oblivious jerk again anyway yeah, that's good. a terrible good. day good. thanks for your podcast wow <laughs> amazing yeah i love it oh i hate that when they're like oh yeah yeah me too you say yeah, yeah. yeah and no, it's no, like same. oh that's why you were fucking so thirsty on my fucking <laughs> phone you blew my shit 7 30 a.m night <sighs> All right, mine also came in through our website, myworstatepodcast.com. Um, and she says, 
Hey guys, love your podcast. You guys are amazing. I never miss a week. Ooh, hey. This podcast is the most relatable thing I've ever heard. I randomly brought it up while I was visiting family. My four siblings and I were going through a tough family time when I forced us to listen to an episode and it brightened our whole day oh and God. even had us sharing our own worst date oh, story. Oh my God. That's so sweet. So I wanted to share mine with you too. I went out with this guy just a few months ago. I had very briefly met him at a party my friend C was having. His name was M. He had to leave just around the time I was arriving, but there were a group of us hanging out in the kitchen. He didn't say more than two words to me before he left. A few days later, C said she was with her boyfriend and M was talking about how pretty I was and asked C if she would give him my phone number. He was cute and he was really good friends with her boyfriend, so I agreed to it. You that's kind of like the story we shared a few weeks ago where it's like say, yeah. if you know people that yeah. know him, it's yeah, like, it's like makes a Jason. It, makes it yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you're like, oh, I'm friends with them, so you must not be a complete shithead. And right. you know what? We were having this conversation at work about roommates, and I feel like it's kind of the same thing where it almost makes it better. Like you don't have that mm. fear of like dating a friend where you're like, oh, it could ruin a friendship, but it's not a total stranger. Right. right. So yeah, you feel yeah. like kind of you're in the safe zone yeah, yeah 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 by yeah, proxy exactly you're, you're in the aura <laughs> yeah, 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 of yeah. the friend group yeah the atmosphere yes we texted for a few days and we had such great chemistry we agreed to meet up at a bar that we both liked to have a drink so i met him there i was so confident about this date that i didn't even make a backup plan to meet up with friends after Ooh. but this is called my worst date so yeah we know where this yeah, exactly we know. i'm this like mistake always have your exit planned you yep. know it's i almost feel like a flight attendant sometimes when i'm on a date <laughs> i'm like okay you're gonna want to yeah. like, always have your exit plan and you can use those seats as a flotation, flotation device right? so there you yeah, go always take care of yourself before assisting <laughs> anyone next to you <laughs> yes he got there first and he got us a table and ordered my favorite drink, which was a great sign. Ladies, I'm gonna go okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Okay. SSDGM. Yep. Don't oh, drink no drinks. You are right. Let a stranger yep. buy you a drink. You are watch the bartender right. make mm-hmm. your drink. I don't wanna put that out there yeah, to assume the no. worst in people, but honestly do. You know what? Do- I was watching Ozark and in like one of the first episodes of that show, there's like a, f- she's supposed to be like 15 or whatever, but like she's like hanging out with a guy on a boat. It felt very Missouri. And she like goes to the bathroom and she comes back out and he like tries to, he like opened her up a new beer and tries to like give it to her. Mm-hmm. And she's, he's like, you want a new beer? And she's like, I'll take yours. And like took yep. his. And I'm like, actually, yep. that's so fucking smart. And yeah. I mm-hmm. never at like 15 or 16 would have we, ever done I that. Never I never would have thought like, of that yep. either. But yeah. we have to. You yeah. have to stay fucking safe. So honestly, like, it's cute that he thought about it and chances and I are would have been charmed. chances are yeah. it was probably fine but you never fucking know so be yeah. safe so she says that's where the good things about him ended Uh-oh. our chemistry over texting was amazing but in person it was dead he was hands down the most boring person oh. i'd ever spoken to not only was he talking at me uh. He was over explaining every single thing he said and then saying, do you understand? Oh my God, are you a kindergarten teacher? Get the fuck out of here. In a condescending tone, no matter how simple the subject was. This episode is triggering me so hard. Mm. Like all of this stuff. I don't like like that. Oh, 
I find myself, I honestly, shame receipt here. I find myself saying, does that make sense? Sometimes we talked people. about that on this show. That's though. my yeah, we thing. Did, we did talk and about that because we so talked about cr- that because I that is my pet peeve when I teach when I'm in do education and I'm like, it's my pet peeve too. Like I hate when I'm in a class and someone's like, does that make sense? Yeah, bitch, I understand English. <laughs> like, I understand the words you're coming out of your mouth. Like I get I it. I do but that, and it's so terrible. I feel I try like to I do that too. I feel like I do that myself. too. More than anything, though, I, I know we've talked about this on this podcast before, but like more than anything, like for me, it's like it's you know, it's me being like you know, you know, yeah. you know like every yeah. time it's like yeah, they probably do know. They I do. understand. Yeah, yeah. They, I do. They know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. maple kind. The maple kind. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I was not really into it. So if he, when he asked if I wanted to move to a second bar, I said I had to get home early. I tried to shake him by walking to my car, but he kept insisting he walked me there. I'm good. When we got to my car, I acted like I locked my keys inside. I have my sister's spare keys. She locked her keys in her car a week before this. I had to take her keys. And when I took them back, I just put them in the passenger seat. Was too lazy to move them. So... She had keys that were already on her passenger right. seat. She's, she's just like, trying to oh. get him to she's go like, away. Go away, please. Oh, like, no, no he's means stay no. In hell. No, now, oh, now he totally. wants to stay and like be with he's you be while Triple A shows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The fuck out. This White knighting you. saved me because I acted like those were mine and that I couldn't get to them, so I had to call my sister to pick me up and bring me my keys. He kept insisting <sighs> that he drive me home and would not take no for an answer. Well, you will, sir. That's so fucking what creepy. Not take no for an answer bullshit. Yeah. You will take so no creepy. for a fucking answer because that is the answer. Yeah. Ugh. He pushed so hard for him to take me home and was getting super pushy, but I told him I already asked her to come. My sister was out of town, Fuck. so I called an Uber and texted her saying, I know this is <gasps> weird. Yes. Please pretend you know me yes. <gasps> and that you're not my Uber driver. I told this guy that my sister was picking me up. This girl yes. was amazing. Oh my yes. God, I love yes. this so yes. much. I'm so she happy right now. She pulled up and I waved to her and she says, hey girl, get in. I'm starving. <laughs> I jumped in her car told her what happened and we actually did go grab food together and we are actually still <gasps> friends. No. No. That's freaking no. amazing. I've heard that before. Yes. She says it's not the worst date story That's in the, the world, but it combines ever. the a bad date with an awesome friendship though. So oh I thought it would fit right in. Amazing. Oh my god. Girl. We had somebody um put something in our Facebook group about an yes. Uber driver where it was like similar. It was like a guy who was like harassing her on a date and she um, messaged a male Uber driver and was like, can you pretend to be my boyfriend? Oh, amazing. and it was like, a, it was like a similar thing. And he, and that's what he said. He was like, if you're, if you feel like you're in a dangerous situation yeah. and you call an Uber, yeah, like do that. Like, cause they'll help you out. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I've had some dope ass fucking Lyft drivers and yeah. so yeah that that's just like awesome. made me so happy I that he's like that. no 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 like let me drive you I home or whatever that shit. Like, like listen uh, no, no sir I, you're fine and also yeah. listen if if a woman is being that insistent that they're fine leave because it, it's unless she's like super inebriated or whatever you can feel fear for her safety or something like that but otherwise like leave because she's probably trying to get rid of you right <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah yeah she's not feeling it she doesn't want to hang out with Take you anymore head, that's what's happening right now okay yeah. so people leave her here's alone. the thing you guys people rarely 
don't say what they don't mean. You know what I mean? Right. People don't it's do not, what they don't want to do. Which it's is not why a veiled I, thing. Like, oh, no, I really mean I do want to go. Which is why I, not most adult women, like maybe when I was like fucking 14 or no. whatever. But like, that's why I put the caveat of being like, if someone's super fucking drunk, sometimes they'll do that. They're like, I'm fine. And like, they're definitely not fine. <laughs> right. And like, so use your better judgment in that right. situation. But like, otherwise, You're not fine. if a grown ass woman is being like, no, thank you. I've got it. Like, She's got it. Yeah. Leave her alone. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, guys. Are you ready? I'm <laughs> so ready. I'm so happy. First like, of all, you told us not to read a specific yes, Facebook post for so, like a day and a half. And I'm <laughs> trying to avoid it like a plague. We exactly. Got a, so every time she posts something, I'm like, I can't read it. I can't read it. That's it. <laughs> we, which is a lot too. She posts on her Facebook group a lot. Hey girl. Love her. Love um, her. Love her. But so this was in our Facebook group and <laughs> Like I said, I asked for like things stuck in it. Orif- orifices stories. I have no ragrats about <laughs> this situation. I'm no so happy that I did this. And she delivered. Okay, uh, so here we go. Oh my God. It, it All of our men listeners are with, just gone. It starts out with no a more male listeners. hand clapping emoji, which is oh, just the best. Oh. And it says, hey, okay, gather round kids for this tale of a fishing story. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so this is already in it's not it. a date but i don't care um <laughs> oh, no. a long time ago after, in the grips of passion my boyfriend pulls out and panics because the condom is missing <laughs> him uh-oh me the fuck you mean uh-oh him Magnum. it's gone i promise it was there a second ago but hold on i'll find it fishing 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 me dude Quit playing. Are you serious? Move. Let me try. Now I'm fishing with my tiny hands, so I'm not having much luck. And I'm angry, accusing him of hiding it somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) He's still panicking, sweating, and swearing up and down of no foul play. (laughs) I go to the bathroom. I'm squatting and fishing. I prop one leg on the Uh toilet and fishing. I can't believe this is my life at the moment and fishing. He eventually knocks on the door to offer a hand. So I got one leg propped and he's fishing. (laughs) It's like a goddamn surgery. (laughs) He said said he searched the whole bed and sheets and it has to be in me. Now I'm just embarrassed. And I'm just crying. I'm crying right now. Oh, I know. I'm I'm sweating. (laughs) I'm crying. Honestly, I don't want to go to the hospital. Okay. Here's the other thing. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm tall and I feel like I I might out of the three of us have the biggest vagina. Oh my god, get the fuck sweat. <laughs> no, honestly. I don't know if honestly, that's how anatomy like, works. I don't think that's like, works. I don't think that's how it works either. Also, I'm not a scientist. The, yeah. This is not how this works. <laughs> let me let me call alcoholic Pete and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll pour some water in some beakers and give you the answer. Exactly. After but twelve like, years of study, we have found. <laughs> but I'm like, I can reach all the crevices on the inside of my vagina. There's not going to be. I'm not going to. I think find you just have something. longer fingers. Oh, I do. I have piano See, playing hands I, I don't. for sure. Yeah. She did like, specify that she has tiny hands. So she, she did. feels like she can't get in there. But even mm-hmm. if he's up in there too, I'm like, dude, maybe he's got Donald it, Trump hands. <laughs> little, little, little baby hands. T Rex hands. Baby, baby hands. hands. But honestly, like you're not, you're not finding things up in there. You're not finding cash and meth 
that you didn't know was up in there. You're not finding like things in corners. I, she is practically telling a story that I've lived. So <laughs> I know what's happening here. And I feel this. Oh my so God. Said, I'm like, is it in a goddamn fallopian tube? What Because happened? that's. Can't do that. Some of the stories like, we, some of the stories we have gotten are yeah. so It's in my scary. uterus. Oh. Are so scary. Like we got one today that was talking about how a doctor, she'd had like uterus surgery and a doctor left cotton balls no. up there. No. And Whoa. I was like, what? No. What? No, what about the one with the tampon that was in there and so long grew- and it grew around it? Oh my God, I'm I so was like, out. Was that on our page? Yes, yes. it was on our page. Yes, our page. I was like, mm-hmm. that is Months. banana sandwich. That is like some fucking. That is that sucks. That is like I'm so nervous. I'm gonna go the to the upside right down now. world or something. It's upside so fucking down. crazy. My uterus hurts right now. Like <laughs> oh I'm like God. oh no. You're like every time I have cramps now. I'm really yeah. like, so and really what do you what do you do? Like how do you salvage like a romantic experience if you're in the bathroom with one nope. leg up? It's like <laughs> you're no, not going no, back but I'll to tell sexy you right now, town. You've like, lived. You better go together. get me some it's fucking like chicken fingers. You went through a war together. You're like legs up. Yeah, you and have he's a shared digging. experience. You have a shared now. experience. Mm-hmm. This is like you that shared trauma the, that, that was outside with the fucking the neighbor. Yeah. What? <laughs> the, fucking the butt plug. Oh yes, exactly. Yes. You know, I I, I, I honestly I think yeah. it, so. We told that story about the butt plug, oh, you man. know, and him having to find that. Oh. And I honestly feel like it could st- strengthen a relationship. Yeah. Really, like yeah. I'm like you guys you have got, been are you, through life. Wait, now. are they married now? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. Let's get back to the story. So she says, now I'm just embarrassed feeling like my vagina is a great abyss. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> you're preaching to me. Oh my God. Thank you. Eventually we give up. I convince myself that maybe I ate it. Maybe he's lying and never I used it. one. I ate it. It's gone. <gasps> Fuck it. It's with the Lord now. <laughs> it's not. It's not. No. Get it out. I'm going to have to go to the emergency room. That was, oh no. She says, go with God. Go with God. Come I don't know where up. it is. Fuck it. It's gone. She says, oh, I no. just can't spend another minute searching. Oh no. <laughs> the next. This is hilarious. No. The next day, I had belly dance class. <gasps> the instructor had us doing 10-minute-long hemi-ship drills. <laughs> Hip shimmies are where you knock your knees back and forth, causing your hips to shake rapidly <laughs> while we spell out the alphabet on the floor and our names and figure eights, etc., by the time it's over, would you guess what slipped nope. out? Finally, nope. praise be. <laughs> praise be. And that, my friends, is how you find a lost condom. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh, oh my God. A standing fucking ovation. God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine dancing and you're like in a skirt and it's just like. Nope. And the sound it makes when it hits the floor, <laughs> and you have to subtly be like, oh, just take that, just put your long foot, skirt, you just put your skirt, foot on it, and then you slip, slip. You're just like, like a banana peel. You're just like, <laughs> what? What flew across the room? Nothing. Oh my Oh, see, and gentlemen, that is why we wear condoms that fit. Yes, y'all. Oh listen. my god, I'm so hot right now. That oh my god, I I just fucking hilarious. love that. And she's like, god. it's gone. It's with the Lord now. <laughs> it's with the Lord. 
Oh also, God. but that is bold of her to just be like, I don't know. I guess it's fine. No, <laughs> I would be that wasn't so paranoid. Me. me, I was like, get it out. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the emergency You're room. You're like, get one of those tiny flashlights uh. and get up in there. <laughs> oh, 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 my Lord. God. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, ooh. All right. Cassie. I'm going to have to go get my more wine. Oh, first. all right. Yes. Wine break. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Are y'all ready for this? Because uh, I got a story to share. Yes, I'm excited. So, <laughs> don't know how to start this without just telling you I'm doing Bonnie and motherfucking. <gasps> oh shit! Well done, friend. Well done indeed. So, I, I feel like red wine start. is appropriate know, for this. I know. I, I feel, feel like, like snapping. snapping. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well so, done. first and foremost, <laughs> I want to preface the story by saying that i really knew nothing about them except for their glorified love affair and crime spree and it also made me very uninterested in reading or or actually finding anything out about them i thought that there there is this idea this glorified nature of this story glamorization. right like glamorization mm-hmm. exactly of, all i think of, Bonnie of and is that, that movie with yeah. faye dunaway yeah, yeah. so yeah. i mean the number of times that people have dressed i mean i've thought about dressing up as money and glide for halloween it's like a it's, good fairly easy halloween yeah. couples costume it's, you know yeah, exactly yeah so i think that there was part of me that never really dove into the story but i've heard tons of rumors tons of stories yeah so i'm interested if like you guys what were some of the things that you had heard or have heard or what is the kind of like information that you know about same as you i've never been interested in it it just has never been something that i've like looked into or i know nothing about it except like they died in a shootout yeah i feel like there is such a thing as being like oversaturated Mm -hmm. with something and i feel like bonnie and clyde was that and i wonder if like other generations feel that way about like the Mansons or like whatever, mm. where it's just like you've been exposed to this idea. Your Bonnie and Clyde life. was basically like a pop culture yeah. thing that you would say anytime you were referring to like a couple that was like doing Prime anything. Couple. Yeah. 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 They were like a Bonnie and Clyde. And so, I mean, I, I think I probably watched like a biography. Yeah. Like on the History Channel. Like sure. Bonnie and Clyde special at one point. Right. But yeah. I and I've seen the movie. I've yeah. never I've seen, seen the made the for TV movie. I've never seen the movie. But I, um, if you like old movies, you'd probably like it. Yeah, but, I mean, um, I'm interested now. I'm glad I read the story first because I'm interested to see how they portray it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some of the things, some of the mythos around it that I had heard was that Bonnie was like, you know, this gunslinging gal who like attracted Clyde and she was really the one in charge and he was kind of like this kind of whatever guy and I feel like he may have been gay and all this other stuff. I mean like a bazillion fucking like stories about this that I was just like okay like I don't know enough about it to like this is not one of those conversations at a party where I debate you on it because I literally know nothing yeah yeah Yeah. so it was really fucking interesting to do some deep dive (gasps) and actually find out like the legitimate like story behind Bonnie and Clyde learn us all right so um their love story if you will um was really truly a two-year crime spree leaving 14 dead jesus multiple thefts and robberies and across 11 states um so this is the story of bonnie and clyde i got a lot of this information from bbc um the real bonnie and clyde I fucking love BBC. love BBC. Amazing. And um, I actually did some alternative digging through, of course, Wikipedia. So those are the, my two main sources for the, the information that I got for this. 
Um, Bonnie Elizabeth Parker, she was the middle of three children. She was born in 1910 in Rowena, Texas. She moved to Cement City at the age of four. Cement City. Cement City. God, that feels yeah. drab. Well, that it feels is real that, depressed. It is one of the really? poorest. On the BBC show, the guy who was talking about it said it was like one of the poorest slums in all of the United States. It sounds like a lemony snicket. Like, <laughs> city. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's something that's in like a that series thing. of unfortunate events that those orphans end up in yeah. at, in it, one book. And it is. City. Cement City is yeah. a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> so at age four, after her father's death, they moved there. Um, her uh, sophomore year of high school... Uh, she meets Roy Thornton. Uh, they drop out of high school and marry just days before her 16th birthday in 1926. That's too young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They Don't never do divorced, that. <laughs> um, but they became estranged and uh, they never crossed paths again after 1929. Basically, even after, like, it's funny because there was a little note that I read uh, after this and they were like saying that when he was interviewed because he was in jail at the time when he was interviewed about the uh, Bonnie and Clyde having been killed he was like I'm glad they went out that way and didn't get caught basically he's like I'm glad that's how they did it like he was like kudosing mm. them basically I was like okay <laughs> cool 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 no um, doubt no doubt so I mean uh, they killed like 14 people so in 1929, she ends up moving back in with her mother and started working as a waitress in Dallas. Um, so, where was Cement City? Sorry. So, oh, I'm sorry. Cement City is in a. It's basically like a suburb a west of um, Dallas. It's in Texas. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Dallas, Texas. Yeah. So it's kind of like a yeah outskirts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Clyde Chestnut Barrow. Ooh, oh, I can't! I can't let Chestnut as a middle name slide. <laughs> nope. No, wow. Which is why I put it in there. I'm like you're gonna, you're gonna like that one. Uh, Clyde Chestnut Barrow was born in 1909 <laughs> in Ellis County, Texas. This is southeast of Dallas. He's number five of seven children. Let me just tell you, Ellis County, Texas, is like kind of out in the country a little bit, right? Yeah. They finally decide to settle in the city. The family moves into uh, West Dallas in the 1920s. The family lived their first months under their wagon until they could afford a tent. I'm sorry, you got five kids. You're living under a wagon. Hey, it's like depression yep. times. So exactly, just, just about just it's about there. Well, it should be before depression. Well, so this right? is 1920s, oh, right? Yeah. So this is 1920s, and it's in the middle of BFE, Texas. Mm-hmm. And know? they're in the and they're and this is kind of during too. Like this is when people are starting to flee out of the rural areas into the cities because find work to find they're work to, find to work. figure anything out because this is also. You know, right before the Dust Bowl, all that stuff. So can you imagine, like, I don't know, like all um, of us have to feel like we have to have our shit so together to have kids that like, I can't imagine being kids under a wagon. I'm like, it's Mm -hmm. fine. Like, you know, (laughs) this is fine, dude. When I went back and did my my family tree, literally like not that long ago, there were like 13 kids that one of my ancestors had. They named three girls patients. Because the first two didn't make it. Because you got to have a lot of it. Yeah. So, yeah, they were like, they were really wanted a girl named Patience. That's Well, I mean, literally, literally my grandma, my grandma, my mom's mom, (laughs) whose name is Bonnie, by the way, my mom's mom, she grew up in rural New Mexico and they lived in a two room shack yeah like it was her and her yeah. siblings and the chickens were inside Dude. so it was like and they didn't have shoes they had an outhouse in the 1940s yeah. like it yeah. is so my bananas dad, like my dad would tell me stories about growing up in youngstown ohio and he said well that was back when they would like um uh, like 
hitchhike and shit and like even when he was younger but Youngstown was like uh, like a mafia town back yeah, in the day I mean totally the was. stories that he would tell about like fucking bullet holes inside the house and some of these famous mobsters and shit like he's got stories he's born in 1939 he said they were so fucking poor he said there were some days that like when he was like a teenager he'd go to the to like a the cafe and he'd get like a diner get a cup of coffee for five cents and get paper napkins and dip them in the coffee to make them soft and eat the napkins just so he wasn't starving. Is wow. That Isn't that wild? insane? It, it's insane. We don't understand. We have no, no we knowledge. have no conception of like, and then like my great grandparents grew struggle. up during the depression Yeah, and like my great grandma, I've got a picture of my great grandma, my grandma's mom who like, Everyone talks about this picture because it was when she was finally like a, like they were able to get her shoes. It was like mm. they didn't have shoes up mm-hmm. until like a certain age. And then like when they went into like middle school or high school or yeah. whatever is like when they bought them their first like pair of shoes. Wow. You wow. know what I mean? Isn't that yeah. insane? Dude, it's like something that we can't even comprehend. My dad said he wouldn't have had clothes to wear at all if it wasn't for charity newsies. He's uh, that's still the only one of the only charities he will give money to because charity newsies were the people who actually put clothes on that his is- body. So crazy. Isn't that fucking wild? Yeah. Oh God, Dude, we don't know. We don't know we don't shit know about shit. shit. Yeah. No, we might we feel like we're poor, but we're not sleep under a wagon poor. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. So, I mean, again, this is we're talking the 20s. In tw- 1929, that's when the stock market crashed, um, followed, of course, by the Dust Bowl. This put people... I mean, this is throwing the world into a Great Depression. Yeah. At the same time, this is triggering the beginning of this big crime wave. That is happening. I fucking bet, especially when you could get away with like <laughs> well, get away with robbing fucking... a bank, just being like, yeah. "Bonnie and Clyde were here, bye." Right. Well, and some of the things that they were talking about too is you know, and we'll talk about it later too when we talk about the weaponry and things that they were able to acquire. Like these people, you know, like the sheriffs, these these police forces are are basically like using their own cars, had to pay for their own guns. I mean, yeah. and this is, we're talking depression. I mean, these people can't afford shit for shit. Yeah, and you, you're you talking about like people like Al Capone who had Tommy yeah. guns and right. shit, which are just like right. unfucking stoppable Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So, um, back to Clyde Barrow. His first arrest was at 17 when he was um, when he ran from police who were pursuing him over a uh, rental car that had not been returned. Um, his second arrest was with his brother, Buck, over stolen turkeys. Um, yeah. Buck so, I mean, Barrow stole some turkeys. Buck Barrow and... Clyde Chestnut. Clyde Chestnut <laughs> Barrow stole some turkeys. They like their alliteration in that family. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in um, 1930, this is when Parker... Uh, uh, yeah, Bonnie Parker meets Clyde Barrow. They meet through a mutual friend in January 1930. Uh, they had said January 5th, 1930. There was like kind of a non, um, you know, the date wasn't quite exact. Yeah, exactly. They're well, not they, totally they, sure, but based off of the story that mm-hmm. has been passed down. So, I mean, like, this is an unverified, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay, unverified okay. date, but they said January 5th, 1930. Um, they said they had a fast romance. Um, cut shy, cut short by Clyde's arrest for auto theft. So this was Clyde getting caught again and going back to jail. Um, so they had met. It was like six months later that he was back in like jail again. Bonnie really likes fucking with them cars, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he likes he likes cars. <laughs> um, and he likes money. So he ends up being Who arrested. Doesn't? He ends up going to jail and um, ends up being put in prison 
and he's released in February 1932. Uh, he and Barrow, he and the Barrow gang. So this is like the thing. So everything I've ever heard is like Bonnie is kind of like this ringleader. She's kind of a crazy gal. She's, you know, boom, shooting people up kind of gal. It's just not really the case. It, it really starts from Barrow. Barrow had kind of his own gang of people who were like, you know, going out and doing these crimes. So what had happened? What happened was they were like, yeah, see, I'm in the Barrow gang, see, <laughs> part of the Barrow gang. Um, <laughs> they started a series of robberies. He'd gone to this prison and it is called, I'm going back to find it. Oh, Eastham, Eastham prison. It's a f- prison farm on this prison farm. He is, um, purported to prison have, farm i don't like yeah, that it's i don't like that at all it's a no bueno there's there, nothing good happens here um so they they talk about his experiences at this farm and all the shit that goes wrong like people it is like fucking hell on earth basically and he is getting sexually assaulted by this guy named ed crawler in prison Mm -hmm. um and on october 1931 he fucking kills ed crawler and like from what i've heard it hits him over the head with a fucking steel pipe there's another guy who goes in kind of in on this with him and already has a life sentence and this prisoner is who takes the blame for this so nice very shortly after that the only they're like the only way like people will do anything to get the fuck out of this place to the point where he fucking cuts off two toes just so he can go to this other prison i think in grapevine where he can be can get out of this place yeah the first of all our prison systems are bullshit in this country. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I was literally just listening to the newest episode of Criminal. Have you listened to that? Christina? No, not yet. No, I haven't. Um, had a it's chance. it's basically talking about how they use like African American like prison labor to build the railroads yep. in North Carolina, and how fucking awful it was that people would just be like they knew that they could they would shoot you and kill you if yeah. you tried to escape so they would just decide like there was a story about like, like i just want to die uh, two brothers who die. like looked at each other and they were like you ready and then they just like put down their shovels and walked away together and to die because they were like it's better than like doing this, this. Well, yeah. john oliver's uh episode this past sunday was on prison labor it's it hasn't it hasn't improved no. so wow. if we think it's it's any better go watch 13th yeah exactly it's still still like slavery pretty much yeah it's awesome it's fucking wild it it, this is such a fucking wild story like honestly when they talk about it i'm just like the real crime spree begins when he gets out of prison yeah so he gets out of prison like i said on february um 1932 and when he's released from prison his only fucking goal from this point forward is to basically stage like a fucking mass like do as many robberies and like do as much crime as he can do as much robberies get as much money get as much guns and and artillery as he possibly can so that he can um with the intent basically to raid against the eastern prison i mean we we gotta we gotta stop saying that our prison system is about rehabilitation oh it's 100 percent 100 percent no not in this country no not about it at all at all it it makes sense like it's a trauma 
what you're what you're put through, the amount of PTSD yep. and all that stuff. You're not preparing these people for being no. released and to be members of society. Well, we so what the fuck put, do you expect? We need to put an happen? end to for-profit prisons yes. because I guarantee Amen. that like this, yep. if you're talking it's a farming prison, mm-hmm. then it's a for-profit prison. Yep. They were renting out prisoners to do work for them to make money like sure. that's what they were doing and like you can't rehabilitate somebody under those circumstances no, you're, like, you don't want to no why would you why would like, you you make more money the more people that you have in prison mm-hmm. and like fucking wild. i'm not justifying at all like what bonnie and clyde did because no, exactly and here's what i want to make sure that we know, understand is right. that we are not glorifying no. the situation 14 people died but also like I do think it's important for people to understand like this sort of situation doesn't happen in a vacuum. Like people don't decide to like do this kind of thing. You know, it's, there's a bunch of circumstances here that like cause this situation. So you can understand it so we can make changes and this kind of thing doesn't happen again. Don't fucking go shoot 14 people and rob a bunch of banks. Like don't do that. But right. This isn't, this isn't the answer. Maybe get a law degree. (laughs) <laughs> yeah maybe maybe work challenge the system yeah challenge the system people yeah. have done it before i feel like if you could just put as much effort as you did in this into doing that sure. right yeah huh? yeah huh? yeah I don't know. Huh? yeah maybe so um again he gets out on uh in february 1932 we talked about that and you know again sole purpose is to get back at this fucking prison camp this prison like fucking farm um April 19th of the same year, um, Bonnie Parker and uh, their friend Fultz was arrest- were arrested during uh, a failed robbery attempt. So Bonnie gets put in jail. She's quickly released after just a couple, like a few weeks in jail, like she's released. Um, April 30th, 1932, Clyde and some of the Barrow gang plan to rob a grocer during the robbery gone wrong uh during this robbery gone wrong john butcher the owner is shot um though not the trigger man there was a call from the justice on clyde's head um and according to recently found this is fucking cool like like recent as of like some of these articles and stuff Mm -hmm. but blanche um barrow is the wife of buck barrow okay they so Clyde's up, sister-in-law exactly and she had written while she was in prison which will kind of get to that point but like when she was in prison she wrote like basically everything they went to when they were all together like during this time away and on the run god bless people Isn't who keep journals mm-hmm. so she like, had this journal and had given it to a friend of hers and this old lady is being interviewed on the show and they're like yeah i just was going through some stuff to throw away and found these papers and i'm like can you imagine that's some what? antique roadshow shit I right know. there? Like, exactly. they're like one million dollars. You're like, oh, yeah. you, you may have this diary that Thank was you. just sitting in my attic. You can have it. <laughs> I already made photocopies. Go ahead. So I believe they've published it as a book now, so you can actually read the. Hell the yeah, thing. yeah, that's dope. So at any rate, according to these recently found journals from her, Clyde, um, Clyde Simon Easton Prison. Like I said, she talks about that and goes into a little bit more in conversation about. How, some of the stuff that he had talked about, about killing the Ed, um, Ed crawler guy. Um, and that she says to Clyde's de- desperation to get away from the prison. She also talks about like, and there's actually a couple interviews, not just with um, like from Blanche, but also too from uh, Clyde's mother as, or I'm sorry, Clyde's sister, as well as one of the prisoners that was in the prison with him who had said he came, he came in this person and he exited 
that person. Yep. He was not the same. That's so sad. All over like, and not that this is a trivial thing, but like stealing a car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've, you've yeah. altered the course of somebody's like whole yeah. like life and personality. Yeah. Again, when you could have to, rehabilitated them. I'm not mini- yes, minimizing exactly. the like it's crime. So I'm just saying like, I don't know. Yeah. You put them in a traumatic situation over something that's replaceable. I don't know. It, the whole thing is so wild. So there's like, again, they go on this fucking rampage of like, you know, the Barrow gang and, and him going out and just now they're on the run. They're on the fucking run. This guy, this grocer was killed during this last thing. So they're on the fucking run. And he has said, so the other part of this is that he had told family as well. He's like, I, they won't fucking catch me alive. Period. No. I yeah. am not fucking going back there. I am going down dead or I'm not going down. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Like there will, I will not be going back to this fucking prison. He's like, they will kill me. The end. There is no other way out of this. And um, he kind of lives up to it. So he's, again, he's out for revenge. They're they're doing all this stuff. On July 7th, Barrow's gang um, had raided an armory, a National Guard armory, getting Barrow's favorite weapon of choice. So he gets a B-A-R, which is, um, oh shoot, it's it starts with a B's. Barrington? Something, automatic rifle. Mm-hmm. So he could shoot, it could shoot semi-automatic or automatic. They actually fucking showed it on the show. They showed this guy shooting it. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like, especially for a gun for made like in 19, like 1932 30s. or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So it can discharge one shot per trigger pull or it can discharge all shots per trigger. Jesus. So, right. Is that fucking, fucking wild, right? So then again, they show it on the show, like him shooting this thing off. Oh, it's fucking bizarre. Like, crazy the exact gun and so this is his favorite fucking gun and he's going up to against again police who are fucking basically purchasing their own weapons during the great depression they've got their own this like is, revolvers or yeah, whatever yeah. yeah it's like a no-win situation like these guys do not have the type of armory the type of fucking weaponry yeah. that these guys have um so the gang is on the run they end up with um on the run with them is wd jones Buck, uh, Buck Barrow, Blanche Barrow, and then, of course, Bonnie and Clyde. And they are staying in a little town in your neck of the woods, Joplin, oh Missouri. Where? Joplin, Missouri. Oh, shit. Yeah. Joplin is literally like, mm, I want to say like 40 minutes outside yeah. of Springfield. Like, like, it's not very far at all. West of. Yeah. yeah yes. Southwest of. Yeah. Yes. Heading toward Oklahoma. Yeah. If yeah. you're driving from, heading towards Oklahoma, if you're driving on the from border. here to Springfield, you will go through Joplin. Yeah. 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 So they end up at this uh, place in Joplin, Missouri, and uh, they are kind of partying, having a wild time. Neighbors are getting a little suspicious and also are like, what the fuck's going on? So they think that they have like, um, um, like they're doing booze running. What am I trying to say? Yeah. yeah. Right. I know exactly what you're trying to say. They're, um, yeah. All I can think of is rum running right now, but. I know that's what, what I was thinking as well. But yeah. But anyway, like, in that yeah. regard. So anyway, during the police get called. Okay. They show up thinking that they're running booze. They're not, but they're also on the fucking run. Right. So they is end this, up shooting. This is after the prohibition though, right? No, prohibition went all through the thirties. All the way through the thirties? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so during- not only was it the depression, but you 
it wasn't even legal they're to like, fucking drink. Yeah, I'm they're like, like what you a can't self-medicate <laughs> to be alive. <laughs> Honestly, you, you could get arrested for just being like, I'm are- sad and I just want some fucking wine. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're like, mm, we're going to take you to jail now. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, oh, great. Fantastic. You, it was like God. shitty. There was like dust everywhere. You're so poor. And you couldn't even drink. Here? Like Why the, do you move? They couldn't go well, they anywhere couldn't else. Move. Yeah, they They're couldn't like, afford nah. to go anywhere. Living under fucking wagons. Yeah, I mean, I maybe Canada. You're like, please take me. No, I imagine I don't the think entire even get in there. And I also think the entire region was probably affected by the depression. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the whole the whole country. world. Yeah, the whole world yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Germany during the 30s yes. was completely. I mean, we're talking post World War, like, and the depression actually hit like everybody in the 30s. That's what that's facilitated what the, Hitler. Yeah, oh, they, it was right. coming out of that like economic Late depression. 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, yeah, I guess so. It was like, where are you going to go? Yeah. Everything sucks. Yeah. Well, at least go <laughs> where world, you can this drink. This sucks. Yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. Can you drink in Canada? I'm good. You go can drink there. everywhere yeah. except for the They're United States. They're in Texas. States. Just go to Mexico. Listen. Yeah. Get some yeah. good tequila. Shit. We used to go to Canada when I was 18 to drink. There you go. Windsor. Really? Nice. Isn't that far? Or was no. it not far? Not, not, not super far. far. No. I mean, I guess it depends on how desperate you are. I mean, we I, could honestly. You're 18, I mean, you're, how far would you drive to legally drink? Come on. <laughs> it's not that far. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but to not legally drink. Pretty much anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your friend's creepy basement. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the dungeon. So anyway, uh, they are again on the run. They're they get caught. They end up shooting a couple of uh, officers, and they're like, "We're fucking, we're out." So they're on the run again. Um, they stay on the run for quite some time. Barrow's ultimate goal again is to raid Eastham, and this is you know what their plan is all along. Okay, so ultimate goal, end up at Eastham, take it on the prison. Um, and this is really kind of the beginning of the end. This is kind of the last stand. They want to take down the prison? They want to fucking goal? release as many uh, oh, as that's... many fucking prisoners as possible and kill as many guards as they can. Okay. That is his fucking goal. There you so go. they come up on it and they do like a, a small prison break, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, end up taking a few guys on the run with them. And again, they're on the run again. Um and at this point now, they're they're really wanted like dead or alive. Like this is no shit. Like they are wanted dead and alive. They are on the run, nineteen thirty four, just outside of Grapevine, Texas. They end up shooting a couple police off or peace peace officers who had just come up on the gang without even knowing who they were. Um, there is there is at the time people were like, Oh, this is the time that Bonnie actually shot one of the ops. So this is when she gets involved. The problem is, is that the one thing that everybody can agree on who's told these stories for over, uh, over all these years that can all agree on is that Bonnie didn't shoot anybody. It was actually met, uh, who was one of the other prisoners and everybody agrees on that. So it was at the time when they had gotten the call, it was, Clyde, Bonnie, and John Doe, because they didn't know the name. These these two are famous, right? Mm-hmm. So they're the ones who are getting all the press. The other thing is, too, is after this Joplin, Missouri um, thing, they end up finding a roll of undeveloped footage or film in the actual like place that they were staying. That undeveloped footage is the shots that you see of her right, holding, holding the gun. Holding the gun. Holding the gun where it looks him. like she's shooting yep. the gun. She's got the cigar out of her mm-hmm. mouth. The one thing that they said that she told one of the officers that they let get away was she said, tell them that I don't smoke cigars. 
she was like, that's not, I don't smoke cigars. I mean, clearly to me, when you look at those pictures, they're stylized photos. They are. Like, that, that's what they're doing. They're posing. They're posing for pictures. Mm-hmm. It's, it, uh, to me, I never looked at those and was like, oh my gosh, what a renegade in that yeah. way. Because, what a mall, you know? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, you're pointing a gun at his chest. You're like doing all these things. That's It's clear to me that you're taking stylized photos right now. Yeah. Well... Everybody at the time was taking that very literally. Of course. I mean, it's a woman with a semi-automatic. I mean. It's insane. Yeah. You know? Um, So the rumor had always been that Bonnie, of course, was the gunman. Like I said, the Methian Methian family. um, (laughs) That sounded like I was going to say methamphetamines. Mm -hmm. It sure did. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Um, The... Bonnie and Clyde had gone back to Texas, were visiting family. The officers were kind of creating a posse together and trying to come up a way with a way to get these guys because they were like, enough's a fuck enough. You know, like we have to take these guys down, period. And so they're trying to figure out a way to like capture them. So they reach out to this uh, Methian's uh, family and Methian's family is like, okay, we'll work with you to capture them. They had already been to Texas to visit Bonnie and Clyde's family. She had also too, they had flipped a car Bonnie had really injured herself, had third degree burdens down her legs. So they ended up ba- having to kind of almost having to go back to the family to have them third degree care. fucking burns. Yeah. Like I'm not going to a hospital. Dude, Like there's so much involved with the story. I'm leaving so much out just to, for time's sake, but there's so much involved, but I want to get to the final. Show the final showdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happens. So the Methvins uh, decide to help them out. The family is pretty certain that they're going to come visit them now because they visited Bonnie and Clyde's family and they're going to come into Louisiana. They're pretty certain they're going to go this way. They're pretty certain they're going to drive down this, this road. And so what they do is they have his father's car. If they, the whole goal was that if they ever got split up, that their goal was to meet at Methvin's family house. Right. Mm-hmm. So they did end up getting split up. And so their goal was to get back to the house. So they knew that he was on their way. They knew that he was coming that way. So they set up um, Methan's father on the side of the road with his tire off and his car ha- hitched up, knowing that when Bonnie and Clyde saw him would be like, oh, shit, he needs help and at least slow down. So they did. And that fucking trap worked and they were off the side of the edge of the road and they had gotten procured some weaponry that was able to um, go, stand, up, go up exactly, against them. Go up against them. Okay, I have a question. So the Methens family. I think it's Methven. Methven? Yeah. Methven. How did they feel about this situation? Because I could. They they wanted to help. That's why they helped. They were they, like, they wanted we want to, to help capture the these police. Pe- yes. Okay. But they were friends with. No. No. They, I don't think that they really knew Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, their okay. son is the one who was with I them see. that they had re- has helped escape. Okay. Sorry if okay, I did okay. not make that. No, no, clear. no. I just wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah. No. I Great. I don't know if I made that really perfectly clear. Methvin was the guy who helped, and he's Great. the one who shot helped shoot the other cop when that Bonnie they, got blamed for. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. So at any rate, um, it all ends up working. The police posse is there. Again, they had were able to procure better weaponry and they released all their firearms on them. They literally let it go. There were over a hundred plus bullets in, in the car. They said that Bonnie was shot 53 times and Clyde was shot 51 times. Christ. Jesus. But they were like, you know what? At the same better time. Better safe than sorry. Take they, them out. Yeah. 
because they they had survived bullet wounds before they had survived these things before so they were like we're taking no fucking chances it does it becomes this like larger than life yeah kind of like that's why there's like this lore of bonnie and clyde is because yeah. like they managed to like evade. survive all this shit evade all that shit for so long for so long yeah it's it is it was a pretty intense and a pretty wild story and I mean, the lore about them, I think, is larger than what the mm-hmm. the story itself is. I mean, it is yeah. a pretty fucking wild story. I mean, this if you look at Barrow himself, I mean, that man's a serial killer. Sure. Uh, I mean, just based off of... Mm-hmm. His spree you know, killer. His spree killer, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, like, this is... You know, they did go on a rampage. And it's it's weird because, again, the myth... It's hard to see Bonnie's motivation in any of this. I don't, I don't get that from the so story. Fucking in love. It, and that, that that's is, what it must be because I've never... Be, you know what? Like, I've never... Like, they I met want, before he went to prison and then, like, why would she get back with him? Like, I don't, she, I don't get it. I want it. that love story. Like, I want, I want her journals. Like, I want, yeah. I want yeah, something I that gets me get into the mind of... That's, I mean, it has to be that. It oh, has to be that. Everybody had said, like, because they were immediately attracted to each other and immediately in love. They I mean, were, and that, you know, it's not okay. the first okay. one that that, you know, has happened for, but like, I, that's what I'm wanting. Like, I'm wanting, like, I want her journals or his journals that talk about their love story. I want letters to each other. I want something that tells me, like, this is why you would go through this because she had to yeah. know, you know, that like, you're not going, out. I'm not coming yeah. out of this. Yeah. Like at the end of this, my end game, I'm not going to need no an game. apple pie recipe. Cause mm. we, we ain't going to have that right. kind of life. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. You know, I mean, it's such a, it is an interesting story. It's yeah. funny for as many like states as they were on the run and all the places that they'd been. It's like, they really did stay fairly close to their home base, which right. They kind of stayed in that Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, Missouri, that yeah, whole Missouri, fucking southern Arkansas, Midwest, that kind central, of, yeah, like central southern area. Yeah. But I mean, I guess and you're just like, well, why? And again, when you're looking at it from the outside without knowing, I guess maybe some of the motivation behind it, you're like, well, why don't you just fucking run to Mexico or do whatever, anything? Because there that. weren't roads. Well, well, I mean, in the ultimate like the goal, 1930s, but, the, yeah. the, the freeway system wasn't until yeah. like, I mean, you're talking was it Lyndon Johnson that did the freeways? Route 40, uh, Route 66. Yeah. But I mean, so there probably weren't roads to go and, anywhere And I else. guess if your ultimate goal is to fuck up that prison, yeah, well, that's you, can't, you can't now get that, you know that far the, away from like, you know the motivation yeah. really truly yeah, that's, behind that's that. Yeah, that's a good... That's probably what it is. Yeah. It's like you can't get too far outside of the radius of where that is if like that's really what you're wanting to do. But you know, you know, her motivation really does have to be like she just loved she him so much that she wanted to him. support him because he has a real motivation well, there. You gotta like, love a man with goals. You know, I don't, I, mean, li- I don't like apathy and like, it's we not do a talk good, about it's that. not a good goal, we but he's definitely it. very motivated. focused and very motivated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there is that. So yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. That was, was good. So, yeah. I, it's so funny. I, I have been, it's been on my question list to like do i don't i do it it wasn't so even long. on my list not even mine too i really? think that's yeah. that's great that you had that on yeah. your list yeah yeah i'm glad i did it though yeah because i i will tell you that as much as again like they're so part of this cultural myth of american americana you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like it's a huge john part of dillinger it. it's like yes. it's like it is part of the 
fabric of our country to know the Bonnie and Clyde. I just didn't know anything really and I think about that it. Their story, except for this glamorized story about yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. I think that their story mm. persists also because like we're like Romeo and Juliet, Bonnie and Clyde. It's a it's a Romeo and Juliet story, right? Like this kind of mm. like doomed love story. But then also there is something it's like this protagonist that's also an anti-hero right like you're rooting for them mm. because they've been like disenfranchised in a yeah. way and mm-hmm. so like you're rooting for the bad guy it's like watching mm. breaking bad you yeah, know what Dexter. i mean it's like yeah you're rooting for the bad guy because you're like oh but they've been so like disenfranchised in in this way that it almost becomes this like larger than life lore mm. kind of Sure. Story, yeah, that like a lot of well, people. That's what so many people. In but these the, are fourteen in the 30s. innocent people. Yeah, who absolutely. Did not absolutely, not deserve anything. Absolutely, these yeah. are right. You're these totally aren't the right. people. These yeah. aren't the ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't do this shit to you. People yeah, that that's were right. Murdered for for nothing. Yeah, yeah. for this, for your right. mind getting right on one subject and like being mm-hmm. focused hyper. Hyper focused. And isn't on- it weird that we do that? Like, isn't mm-hmm. it weird that like we as a society like cling mm. to these things where it's just like, but actually, like yeah. they're the bad guys. What's well, longer than that? It's that whole like Robin Hood thing. Yeah, where they it's like called them the modern day Robin Hood, and I'm yeah. like, you weren't. Fucking- but they weren't given anything they to the poor. And I'm to like, the poor, but stealing but from people, the rich, and to the poor. People like they love people that. stealing from the banks or stealing yeah. from rich people. It's like something, motherfucker. They're stealing from you. You don't. I mean, see but that. that is what that is. Yeah, they're stealing. Yeah, from they're you. stealing from you because. Yeah, you there is something romantic yeah. about. Money. There's something romantic about like poor people, really poor, disenfranchised people. Love to stealing see like from, rich people get theirs, quote right, unquote, and right? And stealing like, from these institutions that sure. you feel like are yeah. fucking you up, especially after the depression when yeah. the banks like it's yeah. just like after the recession when the banks like did what they did. Look, these you know guys what I mean? went to jail for fucking mm-hmm. stealing turkey. As you look at that, Jean, it's the Jean Valjean. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. he's like yeah. trying You're to do you know. hard labor for stealing a loaf of bread. Fucking yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and so it does. It it just like stirs up something in us. But when you look at it closer, you are like, okay, but they killed, they killed innocent people. Yeah, they killed right. like mothers and fathers and daughters and, and you can't, sons you and can't like cheer. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, you can't cheer. You can. I think you can see it from an empathetic standpoint, but you cannot cheer and you cannot give heroics to these people. No. Right. So what have you guys been watching this week? I read a book. I, okay, so remember I was telling you guys that I was interspersing kind of like good and bad? Not bad. So I was watching Queer Eye, (gasps) which, oh my God, like it is, it's so good, it's so good. It's a hug that we all need right now. It It is. It really is. Oh my God, it is. Did you make it to, to Kenny? The old, the old yes, man. Yes, the Czech. The, is he? Is he? What is he? He's like He's, Croatian. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh when my they, God. Yes. When they got <gasps> the dog, they got the, the dog. God blessed Ooh. dog. Ooh. <gasps> there are a couple episodes. So him and then oh, the the Wesley. guy, the guy in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my fucking god! Like, dude, I was just, I was just my heart, my mm-hmm. heart, my heart. Okay, so watch Queer Eye. We said it before, but like I Absolutely. finally, I finally started. You're to like, I'm on, on it. I'm on it now. Um, and yes, but I also saw that season two of The Sinner is on Netflix. I did too. I added it to my list because and I, I really it. liked season one. How I've heard season it. two is dope. It is as dope. Well. It is different. Yes. It is super different than season one because it's a completely different series. You've seen it? I see your face. No, no. But, something else. Uh, oh, can okay. we talk about that? Like, this makes me feel very weird and soups uncomfortable. But like. Grandpa Bill Pullman is like low key kind of hot. Low key, <laughs> like right? Absolutely, it's not just agree. me. Yeah, he's got a beard. 
He's like old. It's and Bill he's Pullman, like, he's and I'm like kind of like whispery and stuff. But I'm just yeah, like kind of like you saved us an Independence Day. You, you kind of like BDSM. Kinda, I'm kind of oh, into wait, it. Yeah, wait, yeah, what? yeah. Do I need to watch? There's the a center? BDSM element to do Bill I Pullman in yes. the center. I yes. need to watch the center. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah you cool. do. Um, now, I mean, I, now I, I will give a quick trigger warning that the center does not shy away from some fucked up shit that you are going to see in that show. Trigger. Warning. Trigger warning, but that show is That's super Jessica Biel, right? good. Yeah, huh? yeah, Jessica yeah. Biel. Jessica Biel's in the first season; she's not in the second season. Bill Pullman's the only like through line mm. between the seasons, but Carrie Coon from The Leftovers Ooh, is in the yeah. second season. Yeah, and Chris loves I'm her. Fucking Anthony, obsessed with her. She's Chris too. amazing. I mean, she's a great actress. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Chris absolutely fucking loves. So her. super heavy. Yeah. The Sinner. Lighthearted and wonderful and queer eye mind hunter August 16th. So excited! My god, binging totally. I'm here for it. Also, we have booty next Saturday (gasps) night. Ooh, it's beach party, beach party booty. Yes, you have to dress in bikini. Uh, I will probably last time I did a beach party booty, I wore a bikini underneath a Hawaiian shirt. Ah, so okay, options. Okay. options. We'll, we'll group chat our cool, cool, outfit cool. I like ideas. It. I just watched. I don't know. Did I talk about this last week? The boys. Yes, you mentioned it. Yeah. Okay, we just binge the whole series. It is so fucking good. I highly recommend it. Definitely really? watch it. It is so good. Okay. It's dark and light at the same time interesting i know like (laughs) it's kind of like if heroes was better (laughs) dude the first season of heroes was was my future ex-husband milo milo oh milo ventimiglia that's right he was in that Mm -hmm. oh my god Mm -hmm. he's hot in that he's a long time ago everything dude i am excited i did read another um book um, that I just finished and it's not the one that I was complaining about one. earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, I read another, what's her name? Uh, the girl. Th- oh, the one that did beautiful stranger. Nope. Other one. Oh, I uh, Cynthia. Read- Ooh, totally lost it. Anyway, book boyfriend is what it was called. It was good. Book boyfriend. Book boyfriend. Oh, I, know, I, like I don't the like the better. way this you said it was good. No, it wasn't as good as the other one she wrote, but I, oh, I enjoyed okay. it. Okay. I am in, I enjoyed it better than the one I'm currently reading. Yeah. 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 Dude, I enjoy Beautiful Stranger. I also Dude. enjoy my Amazon purchase. So, <laughs> which we had somebody like ask. ask about, a, yeah. I have the link. If you're if you're curious, hit me up because DM it's us. The, the best twenty seven bucks you'll ever spend. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm gonna get one. Do it. I'm kind of wanting for get real. One. I know twenty seven bucks. It's Dude, like fucking nothing. I might wait till I get a job again. And it's ridiculous. I'm like, it, it really does. I'm like, we put a man on the moon and. And we just don't eat out for like a moon. week, you know, it's worth it <laughs> Exactly. for like, you know, however many years before that thing gives Does out. Anybody need wedding hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys have stories, recommendations, you just want to talk to us or hit us up, go to my dot com. It's our one stop shop of a website. And Keegan's always looking for stuff that's stuck in things, stories, <laughs> oh, Jesus. fishing I, stories. I'm in it. I'm in it. And listen, it can be, you can fish anywhere. I, All the oh, orifices. Yeah. I'm open. <laughs> I, I like the high school stories. Like people like hiding in closets from other people's parents. Oh, I always love that make too. me pee my mm. pants. Yes. So. Mm. And Cassie, what's yours? 
don't know. I love anything that's embarrassing, really. Yeah, it's super awkward. You get the giggles, and then that makes yeah. me laugh. When you really laugh, that makes me laugh. Yeah, we've had some good ones. Yeah, we have. Well, keep writing to us. Remember to reach out to us about your Patreon suggestions, what you want to see on there. And we love you guys. We'll see you next time. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.